It's Latopia Daily, the web's first daily bulletin about writing and publishing. And now, here's Peter Cox. Hello, it's the 4th of July. And you may be thinking to yourself that you know what Eve Harvey is going to be featuring in Today in Writing. Well, if that's what you are thinking, all I can say is... You don't know Eve Harvey. Of course, since today is the 4th of July, I shouldn't really have any trouble coming up with an on-this-day-in-history piece for you. But I hate to state the obvious. I prefer to find little nuggets of interesting items for you to wonder at. So here we go. The 4th of July is the day that Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll, the pen name of Charles Dodgson, an Oxford mathematician, was first published. According to several reports, Lewis Carroll self-published Alice in Wonderland, funding the printing of the book himself. I must admit I found those reports on self-publishing websites, though. The original manuscript of Alice's Adventures Underground can be read online at the British Library website as part of its Turning the Pages project. It can be seen in all its glory with the original artwork and uses 3D animation, which makes you feel as though you're turning the pages yourself. Imagine the consequences of borrowing that library book and not returning it. If reports this week about Norfolk County Council are to be believed. Seemingly, they have spent more than £80,000 employing private detectives to track down non-returned library books, among other things. So if anyone in Norfolk is hanging on to books they shouldn't be, you better get them handed back while you still have the chance. That's it. More next week. National Broadcasting Company presents William Gargan in another transcribed drama of mystery and adventure with America's number one library book detective, Barry Craig, confidential library book investigator. I always knew it was going to be trouble. The book, the blonde, the 45 pence fine. Thanks, Peter. Today's top headline is about the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, both in the same one-minute period. Tom Bulla, author of The Claude Glass, was named winner of the Wales Book of the Year Award in a public ceremony. He kissed his wife and was walking proudly to accept when, Wales Online reports, things went horribly wrong. Heritage Minister Rhodes Glyn Thomas said in front of the TV cameras and audience that he'd gotten the name wrong. The real winner was Danny Absey. Who's to blame? Well, Mr. Bulla said in his blog it was no accident. He called it a national embarrassment. The presenters claim it was just that, an accident. But the card had the winner's name in big type and bold. So what happened? Mr. Bulla said he'd had many sleepless nights worrying about the ceremony, but that reality was way worse than his nightmares. The thought of this gives me the shakes. Imagine sitting at the new Barrier Pulitzer Awards. Imagine your nerves being frayed waiting for the announcement. You hear your name, go to the front. Then, oops, it's all a mistake. Sorry, not good enough. Living well is the best revenge, Mr. Bulla. I hope you sell a zillion books. Why are we obsessed with vampires? The Star Pulse Entertainment News blog asks that very question, and as someone who loves all things vampire, I wanted to know the answer. The blogger set out several things that just might explain what is so appealing. The stories present a world unlike our own, which we long to escape. 
Vampires usually have an exotic appearance, making them beautiful on the outside even if they're cold or evil on the inside. They show the classic struggle between good and evil, and believing in these characters is fun. No doubt vampires have sex appeal. Another article today was about a psychologist who wrote a book called Erotic Intelligence. One of the premises was that eroticism frequently requires an imbalance of power. If you neutralize power and aggression in the relationship, you get good friendships but boring sex. Is that what makes vampires so hot? Surely there's no bigger imbalance of power than between humans and vamps. Immortality versus mortals, predator versus prey, and superhuman strength versus helpless victim. To be sure, I'll be thinking about the powerful appeal of vampires tonight while I read Stephanie Meyer's Twilight. Apparently, Hollywood is shocked that women like movies. Mark Harris in Entertainment Weekly reports that Sex in the City was considered a surprise hit this summer. So were 27 Dresses, The Devil Wears Prada, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and The Princess Diaries. Is Hollywood so obsessed with catering to the under-25 males that it forgot the rest of us? Guess what, guys? Speed Racer, for your supposedly big-spending male audience, was a flop. Studio moguls would do well to heed Abigail Adams' advice to John Adams, remember the ladies. That's all the news on this lovely 4th of July. Links to these and other headlines can be found on The Right Report. I hope all our listeners have a fabulous writing Friday. Catch Latopia Daily five days a week from www.latopia.com.